0: Many of you have been asking what is the solution to fight off COVID when one is being tested positive and I think that uh, that's gonna vary depending on the status of your health and how well you are bulletproof of your immunity have been built up over the years okay so that's gonna be a big big factor for you right there so um, whether you are experiencing stress, especially uh, emotional stress, physical stress, that will lower your immunity. So, uh, bad nutrition—you're not getting enough nutrition—that um, will also decrease your stress. In a, an exception with nutrition is that when you are doing your fasting, okay, it's going to activate. Basically, it's going to reset your immunity. So that's a little bit different, okay? So. Nutrition is mainly what I'm addressing is not eating toxic food, okay? You're better off not eating and fasting and drinking clean water and surviving that way than eating toxic food. So, but here is um, some of uh, an example that I have found that might help you, listener, out there, in terms of treatments and things like that. And mind you, I'm not a doctor. I'm not advising you any medical advice or anything. I'm just going to read off um, from someone who had the experience. Okay, Um, this is uh, Sebastian Martin. This is what he wrote. I tested positive this morning after catching COVID from my daughter. I had a fever and a sore throat coming on fast last night. I took uh, Ivermectin and the sore throat and fever went away after one hour. I had stomach cramp, then body ache all over and headache. I took an Epsom salt bath at midnight, soaked for three hours and went to bed. Woke up with a pounding headache this morning and a body aches. I was not hungry and felt tired around 1 p.m., so went to bed. Woke up after an hour, made myself echinacea an tea and used a diffuser in my room with thieves oil since last night. I felt tired again at 5 p.m., so took an aspirin and went to bed. Woke up in sweat, all my body aches and pain, headaches, stomach cramps all went away. I know I'm still tired, but I'm. I have no more pains after 24 hours of my first symptoms. Now, again, like I said, it will depend uh, whether you've been vaccinated, not vaccinated, um, and also what type of stress level, uh, and also your immunity levels. And uh, that these are, these are all determined factors of how fast you will be recovering. And um, So it's case by case, okay, and um. But since December, with the heighten of geomagnetic field shifted, caused people to um have a lot more um experience of being exposed to as a positive COVID or Omnicrom, whatever. viral strand you want to call it but the point is they're sick okay and um, with giving that they're being tested positive and uh, now please don't make I'm not making claims that I'm saying the tests are accurate I'm not making claims that the vaccine are right or wrong or the poison or toxic or beneficial um, and helpful or curing anything I'm not making just want to be clear with our listeners that I'm not making these claims, okay? I'm just bringing different elements to uh, what this man experience is. Okay, Um, so again, we're seeing a large number of people being diagnosed positive for uh, this situation. So um, anyway, um, someone had mentioned to use mustard oil to massage in the body. This is coming from someone um, from like India. That is actually true. Mustard oil, put on the chest, you need to put on your um, scalp, and that's given if you have short hair or bald, okay? Um, Or shaved head, it helps. If you have long hair, it's very difficult. So you put on your scalp, put on the back of your neck, and the other thing is you want to put in the the, the bottom of your feet. And yes, you can uh, use saran um, plastic wrap, saran wrap, and you, you just wrap it so it won't go everywhere because it will get dirty and stain on your um, sheets and clothes. Okay. And yes, I was just lecturing about this to uh, some of my groups of people. And that is eat large amount of mustard seed whether it's in like a Grey Poupon style you know um, or just mustard seed in cooking okay because that is one plant not given that it's it's not a chili but it's hot where it's um, chewable digestible Uh, it's not like black pepper where you can't even bite on that without feeling like it's gonna burn you the hot mustard is a different types of hot it's it's more edible in your mouth, and it is a fabulous, fabulous uh, little seeds that is grown um, in the coven parts of Asia, like Nepal, Mongolia, and um, because in high, um, in high mountain of uh, Tibet, like Chihai, because it's one of the plant that will survive in harsh climate. And when you drive by, the the geography it's just absolutely gorgeous, all yellow. And I was able to hide in it when I was visiting, um, going through uh, Tibet. So that is a beautiful, beautiful seat to have in your cupboard. And um, so the other thing is, um, you know, this this, uh, gentleman had mentioned he used the infuser, the oil, and I, I would recommend that you also use that. And um, it doesn't necessarily have to be thieves. It could be a mixture of um, different types of uh, antimicrobial um, essential oil, okay? And typically, if it's your budget, tea tree will also kill a lot of things. That's one thing you can have. Like I say, kill a lot of things, but in my recommendation, we use uh, dragon oil. Okay, dragon oil will have a lot of everything in it, so it kind of covers a lot of spectrum of microorganism, molds, fungus, and um, parasites, and also um virus okay and that's what we want to cover and infuse it is much better because you can breathe it into your lung it'll help you clean out so that means your physical body will use less energy to fight off um the um the attackers the invaders okay and yes it is normal body aches and pain because you're talking about the virus or whatever the microorganism have multiplied so fast that um, you know the body's like oh, I don't want that. It's going through a lot of inflammations, so hence the aches and pain. And um, he used Epsom salt bath at midnight, whatever it takes, because that's where your fever. In um, I we add all the things to it rather than just Epsom salt because. That's not enough, and that is actually further um, causing his body aches and pain. Okay, in our superhero protocol, we add another minerals to it to balance because anytime you use Epsom salt, it'll pull down your body minerals. Okay, and um, leaving you. Uh, dry and in more aches and pain it actually exacerbate your body aches and pain because it never when you remove minerals you need to replace it and so the question is what are you replacing it with and how are you doing that at the rate and the speed and the modality and the um, accessibility okay so you have to consider all of those things okay so apparently this is um, So he soaked in for three hours and went to bed. Um, Again, I don't know if he submerged his head or his full body, so you have to question. Yes, it makes a difference uh, whether you soak your head underneath or not, okay? And that's why he said he woke up with pounding headache this morning and body aches. If he had follow-out protocol, he would not have this. That 3 hours bath is crucial. Exceptionally crucial. I was exposed to to, um, my sister's daughter. And she's a cheerleader for the Warriors. And uh, she came to visit and gave me a big hug not knowing she was tested COVID. And I looked at her, I'm going, you don't look so well. I'm like, there's something's going on with you. And I'm sitting right there, two feet um, away from her. And uh, the next day I heard the whole family, they were all vaccinated and they were all tested positive. They all got sick, fever, sore throat, name it. They all got it. And I came home and I was fine. So my throat felt like mm, a little bit like scratchy, something coming up, you know? But then you're like, ah, I'm gonna go and do my protocol. I did my protocol. I put my dragon oil on it after my uh, special bath, and then I woke up and everything was normal. I did not have body aches and pain i did not have any sore throat i did not have any headaches okay and i was very close up with my um, niece so there you have it folks all right big differences so anyways um he had echinia tea i my body does not like that plant and um, so anyway but if he, he can take it then so be it i think that plant is very unique I don't think I think that people that have allergies to um, like a daisy type of thing should not be taking that because it actually will exacerbate your situation um, it's not the nicest plant if I had to choose to increase your immunity from plant that would not be my first choice it would not be any of my option at all because like I said, when your immunity is down, the body's gonna fight every foreign thing. Okay, even though you're like, well, that's good. It's supposed to, you know, da da da. But no, when when your body is weak, it will fight off everything because it becomes super sensitive. Okay, so you'll have all sorts of allergies, things that you never know, discovered, and all of a sudden you got allergies, and that's what happened. And this is no different from at the time that you're being sick. So. Uh, and then at 5 p.m., he felt tired and again, he took aspirin and went to bed. If you're feeling tired, question is, should you be taking aspirin? Aspirin will, has a, a big side effect. I used to make this in my chemistry class. By the way, aspirin is very easy to make. But the side effect of aspirin, you have to question, you know, and how much milligram was he taking? You know, um so I think he was taking it for his body aches and pain. Again, if he was following the right protocol for the uh Ipsum salt bath, he would not have this problem and he would not be waking up uh, sweating. Okay? So um so his headache, his body aches continue all the way to stomach cramp. Again, if your physical body is Was experiencing extreme exertion from being pulled um, of the the mineral being pulled out. It will get to the point of the body the uh, stomach cramp. It will get to that extreme, okay, because you are having a complete imbalance. Again, so he's still more tired and um, and um, but then he said, okay, so. He did that, and then all then all of that went away. And um, again, if you already have pre-existing liver condition, you know, um, aspirin might not be a good choice. There are other alternative things that you can do. Uh, sometimes you can put mix a turmeric, um, kind of like in an, um, turmeric and uh, like a warm. Coconut oil is good for body absorption. You have to kind of fry it in oil a little bit, so it'll the cells would open, and you just rub it all over your chest, front and back, and the plantar of your feet, your neck, your throat, you know, and uh, your scalp, if you don't have hair, and it helps. Okay, so that's how you would do it. Because when you are having sweats and all of this, that means your body is. It's inflamed and it's crashing, okay. That's why. So, cause it's 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 um over by fighting all the microorganism to a point of exhaustion. So you want to get rid of all of that as much as possible. In our protocol, we um give, we recommend people to take uh kryptonite, and that will kill a lot of the microorganisms especially focus on the parasites and it will lessen the body uh, physical ability exert energy consumptions so then the body can naturally heal itself okay so basically you're just killing the attacker as much as you can so then your immunity can start picking up and fight for itself your body is really amazing it can fight off a lot of things but when it's tired exhausted stressed out forget it it can't, it can't do the work, alright? And that's just normal in every situation. So think about it, if you are if so tired after work, long day at work, do you think you have any mental capacity to deal with you know, the noisy kids, the family, the cooking, the cleaning, the noises? No, you just wanna sit down, get your remote control, channel surfing, and a bottle of beer, isn't it? Exactly. So when you're sick, Okay, it's the same situation. All right. So, um, but uh, fortunately, it sounds like this person is doing well though. You know, he said uh, he has no more pain after 24 hours of his first symptoms now. So, um, I wish him well and the best and looks like he, you know, knows how to take care of himself. And um, like I said, if, if this was my situation, it, it would never last this long. Okay? So twenty-four hours to go through of this is too much. It's it's way too much. Alright? So um anyway, we have our own protocol and um so then we don't need to deal with this level of Intensity, but even then, that's not as intensive as some of the people that have breathing problems, and uh, that um, then they get secondary infection and also, you know, immunocompromised situation, and then they get into heart compromise, you know. And uh, when you exert a lot of energy and work, it, it put a lot of stress in the body, and that's when the things will not go well and function in synchronicity, okay? So for those of you who are listening, I hope this is this will help you. And again, we're not doctors. We're not um, telling you what to do. We can't give you any medical advice whatsoever, okay? This is just a reading excerpt from someone who uh, when, had the experience and what they've done and some of the comments that were made according to um, the post for that group. So again, if you need information for what I mentioned, you can check us at superhero at superheroprotocol.square.site and you can also um, check uh, Facebook. There is a Facebook uh, for that information as well there are so many medical procedures technologies devices that help diagnose our body and during this unique time with all the rise, increase of COVID, pandemic situation, Um, people are sick, we have a lot of people dying from um, different complications. I would like to offer you some of the solutions that may help you. So let's take a look at different technologies out there that can help you diagnose your body whatever it is that you may be having whether it's um, cancer or just different other diseases okay so the typical one that you hear about is x-ray you hear about ultrasound so we're going to go over a couple of those for you so what exactly are x-ray Well, according to the John Hopkins Medicine, um, X-rays are invisible electromagnetic energy beams to produce images of internal tissue, bones, and organs on film or digital media. Standard X-rays are performed for many reasons, including diagnosing tumor or bone injuries. So how does it really work? Well, X-rays are made using external radiation to produce Images of the body, and it passes through body structure onto specifically threaded plate, similar to camera film or digital media, as a negative. Types of pictures is made, and the more solid a structure is, the wider it appears on the film. When the body undergoes X-ray, different parts of the body allow varying amounts of x-ray beam to pass through the soft tissue in the body such as blood skin fat muscle allow most of the x-ray to pass through and appear as dark gray on the film or digital media a bone or tumor tumor which are more dense than soft tissue allow few of the x-ray to pass through and appear white on the x-ray when a break in a bone has occurred, the X-ray beam passes through the broken area and as dark line in the white bone. Okay, so um, X-ray technology is used in other type diagnostic procedures, such as arteriograms, computer, tomography, or you, you can hear it as CT scan and fluoroscopy. Um, radiation during pregnancy may lead to birth defects, so you must let your doctors or whoever's performing the x-ray to know what's really going on. So this sounds pretty serious. And um, the body parts that's not being um, x-rayed, you have to wear a lead apron. That's the shield to avoid exposure to x-ray. Well, think about this. This sounds pretty serious if you have to wear a thick heavy lead apron to um, avoid being exposed, right? So uh, if you want to know what that looks like, again, you can uh, when you go to uh, the airport TSA, that's literally how they're microwaving us. So it's not much of a difference there because um, from head to toe, they are scanning you for that. So it sounds pretty serious to me, this uh, x-ray machine okay well what's ultrasound ultrasound okay uses high frequency sound waves to create images of the inside of the body it is suitable for use during pregnancy according to the medical news today well ultrasounds or sonography i say because they use sound waves or echo to make images instead of radiation Ultrasound scans are used to evaluate fetal development. They can detect problems in the liver, heart, kidney, or abdomen. They also use assist in performing certain type of biopsy. Okay. According to this, ultrasound is safe. It's widely used, uh, especially in pregnancy. So, um, how does it really work? Let's, Let's get to this here. The ultrasound. Is sound that travels through soft tissue and fluids, but it bounces back or echo off denser surface, and that's how we create images. The term ultrasound refers to sound with frequency that humans cannot hear. For diagnostic uses, the ultrasound is usually between two and eighteen megahertz. Higher frequencies provide better quality image images, but are more readily readily absorbed by the skin and other tissue, so they cannot penetrate as deeply as lower frequencies. However, lower frequencies penetrate deeper, but the image quality is inferior. So, ultrasound will travel through blood in the heart chamber, for example, it'll hit the heart valve, it will echo and bounce back. And that's pretty much how they get the images. Okay, so... Um, if you never had an ultrasound done, uh, it uh, seems quite non-invasive but they do put this uh, gel on your skin and um, put the wand, the transducer and uh, send that signal out. It doesn't feel anything but maybe slightly cold from the gel but some of the technicians are pretty good and they'll heat it up for you so it's kind of nice. And um, You know, you can see a lot of organs, kidney, pancreas, whatever, including tumors and cysts. Um, It helps to investigate frozen shoulder, tennis elbow, carpal tunnel, and so many things. You know, examining the walls of blood vessels, aneurysm, fetal heart, heartbeat, plague built up and clogged, blockages or narrowing arteries, so it it um the the amount of time it takes um it, it depends on technicians how good they are, and also your body type I would say, um how hard it is to reach it and um, it seems that if your body is quite dense if you have, you know, big person then it'll be harder to um to see that. So, anyways, the um that's your ultrasound. According to this, it is considered non invasive. It involved no ionizing radiation exposure. Okay, so um I on my personal view, I don't think that it is safe. If you know anything, fish, when they hear certain um echo sound in the water it just drives them mad and they jump out of the water to the shore because we have whales that's done that before so a lot of fish had jumped out of the water when they're um, the sound is unbearable to them so i mean imagine having an ultrasound and you know you could see all sorts of things and then the baby you know that's very vulnerable especially the DNA the cellular development at that stage um, being manipulated by ultrasound so I'm not so sure about that so the most extreme that some of you heard is the nuclear medicine imaging what is nuclear medicine imaging well the word nuclear itself may sound scary to some of you and you should be um, nuclear medicine use um, they detect radiation. Basically you have to either ingest it or they give you through the IV and, um, it takes time, especially if you have to drink it. Okay. And then when you swallow it, then, then they take you under a gamma, uh, a gamma camera. And then the camera, you know, runs through this and you have to sit still like really still when they take series of pictures and this is I would say the most serious because even though according to the Cleveland Clinic um, nuclear medicine imaging is they consider it safe but I personally don't think so I mean this is like you're drinking this radioactive stuff and then you know, the then being under the camera, the gamma rays, the gamma camera, taking pictures to see everything. So that's to me that's invasive in so many levels. So let's see what what, what does it do? Okay, well, um primarily used to diagnose or treat illness. Condition uh includes blood disorder, thyroid disease, heart disease, gallbladder, lungs, bone problems, infections, kidneys, scars, blockages, and cancer. Nuclear medicine imaging can also be used to treat condition or to evaluate how treatment is working. For example, this is a radioimmunotherapy which combines radiation and immunotherapy to deliver radiation precisely to targeted area. For those of you who already had cancer, you know that chemotherapy is basically sending in radioactive poison into your, as they call, targeted area. It's never really quite targeted, is it? Your body will, it will spread, and then that's what the body does, right? That's why some people their hair, they lose their hair, they have other side effect that it's more visible. Okay, so um I would like to offer another kind of treatment. I mean um a tools, not a treatment. Diagnostic tools to help you. Um this one is called thermal thermography technology okay thermal means heat and if you never heard of this uh, this technology has been around but it's not popular and it wasn't even covered by the insurance but i think times are changing just like acupuncture um it wasn't covered by insurance now um, many of the healthcare um insurance company will accept acupuncture and um Chiropractice as well. So, thermography technologies, you may have to uh, ask your insurance, healthcare insurance providers, if this is something that they would accept. So, let's take a look at this. What is medical thermal imaging? Medical thermal imaging changes how you view your health by revealing your personal temperature pattern, giving you vital information about your functional health. Now, that's different, right? This is a functional health diagnostic, um, such as ultrasound radiography and uh, mammography shows a body structure and, or anatomy, digital infrathermal imaging. It's unique that it shows physiologic and metabolic activity. There you go. There's your functioning. So uh, why get scanned? Well, uh, medical thermal imaging is an early detector for functional health detecting imbalance. So uh, you're looking at six to eight years before other medical tests. Okay, so this sounds kind of like, you know, this is like um, preventive. Sounds like a more like a preventive thing if you're detecting this before actually something happened. Okay, thermal imaging detects inflammation, changes in your microcirculation uh, circulation brought on by hormone changes, immune health, lymph, uh, lymphatic congestion, toxicity, pain, and angiogenesis, all of which are virtually impossible to detect with x-ray technology. So, there you have it. Um, how does the far infrared... Or medical thermal imaging work. Well human, first of all, are infra-being. What? Infra-being? Yes, you're a light being. That's what it's saying. Tomography view what is not seen by the naked eyes. It sense temperature variation in the body, whether it can be extreme heat or extreme cold. Whether it's a heat in the body, there's an activity. Whether it's an extreme cold in the body, there's inactivity or nerve dysfunction. Where there is activity there is information for us to evaluate by measuring changes as small as the one out of 100 of a degree in body's radiant heat. They see this as a biomarker or risk indicator. Okay so this is a published medical research confirmed that this indicator revealed Uh, telltale signs of tumor toxin and disease months or year earlier than traditional imaging procedure okay so for those of you who are worried about um, being exposed to radiation or um, under your circumstances you cannot be exposed to radiation of any kind the thermal imaging Um, uses no radiation is a no touch that means nobody's touching you and is perfectly safe for breast implant as you know a lot of traditional mammogram they squeeze the breasts and it's quite painful and so in this case it doesn't do that okay so let's see what does this really do what kind of information does it give you breast health thyroid assessment, dental pathogens, uh, general toxicity, immune lymphatic system function, pain, visceral health like liver, pancreas, you know, your major organs, carotid plaque, like uh, stroke if you're at risk, right, you should be able to see that, sinus infection, general inflammation, diag- um, digestion, colon function, celiac disease screening, acid reflex, joint health, Deep Vein Thrombosis, Lung and Heart Health, Nerve Health, Reflex, Sympathetic, Diabetes, and more. So, well, I just read this from uh, Self Thermal Imaging. I visited them a um, few months back and the lady there, um, Catherine Johnson, uh, she was really gracious and kind. So. If you are in that area, make sure you check her out at the uh dot and um, you know, and it it was quite simple. Um, you come in, and you only change the top if you're a lady and you're doing like um, you know um, like shoulder pain or something, and you just sit there, and it's like you're being uh, photographed. That's it. There's no light. They just sit quietly, and um, it was quite fast, really. And then she records the image, comes up, and she watches how it changes. So it was really pleasant experience. Um, I personally had had X-ray done, ultrasound done, nuclear medicine done, and um, and thermal imaging done. And I will tell you that the thermal imaging personally has been more fun than anything else because it, it doesn't feel like you're going in for any medical procedures at all. And um, it's quite fast. And um, I, I didn't feel worried with all the being exposed to radioactive material. And that was the biggest thing for me. Um, you know, despite the medical um, professionals will tell you how safe they are. On my personal take, I don't feel that it's safe, but it's up to you. Okay, so, but I think that having the options to choose during these critical time is important to give us more freedom to choose, to empower our own life choices, and um, not to mention some of you, you know, may not able, may not be able to afford it or ca- can afford all these, you know, expensive x-ray, ultrasound or nuclear medicine. So you can um, try thermography. And like I said, um, I've, um, the self-thermal imaging is, um, I believe she has two locations in California. So you have to go to her... Uh, website and check that out, but I, I thoroughly enjoy the experience there. And, um, like I said, I it doesn't feel like I'm going to like a medical facility, it, it feels it just doesn't feel that heaviness, you know. You're in a hospital, you're in like a, a therapy lab kind of deal, and, um, you know, there's no needles around anything like that. And I think. Having the right um, person that performs the work on you, their demeanor, their energy is also really important because a lot of times people are coming in, you know, they have pre-existing illness and it's just not fun when they're up, t- you know, um, they're being cordial and even neutral, you know, and and they are not allowed to, of course, give you diagnose diagnosis of anything, only the um trained medical professional doctors licensed ones and they can actually give the diagnosis so just heads up on that okay but with the thermal imaging is what's interesting is that you know while this is going on you can look at it and just by the information i read you you look for you know the extreme like white area where it turns really hot or the red then you know that those are major inflammations and if it hasn't changed and you look at the time pattern it hasn't changed from 15 minutes then you know that there is something wrong there right exactly so um, that's something to consider I mean inflammation is inflammation it doesn't mean you have diseases or illness or anything it's just kind of an alert to get your attention. Hey, this needs attention. You need more extra TLC in this, So let's take it, you know, look deeper. So a lot of times, you know, um, we don't go to regular checkup. And even if we do go see a regular health checkup, there's no blood tests. There's really no blood work evaluation of any Usually you go sit with a doctor and they just kind of, you know, look at your body and stuff like that. And if you walk, talk and, you know, you tell them everything's normal, then they'll take it like that. But I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm not a doctor. Have I received a physical? Yes, I have multiple times. So I'm speaking from a patient's point of view. Okay. And, um, of course i prefer female not male but still it's kind of icky feeling you know i think that even them they're they're gonna take some guess you know even doctors i think they're they really can't diagnose anything that's just my thinking right they can't really officially diagnose anything without a physical evidence through blood work lab work or some kind of um, imaging done that we address Okay, And they're probably going to send to a specialist too, right, for a real to confirm. And that's usually how it works. So, you know, through all that process, I mean, my goodness, that cost me a lot of money, time and energy and pretty scary feelings. So I, I think had I known about this tomography, I would have just done this first because I think it really helps finding, you know, what's the imbalances. Just like Catherine said to me, detecting imbalances about 6 to 8 years before other medical tests. I think this is pretty cool. It's like a a psychic machine (laughs) figuring out what's wrong with your body okay so it uses your own infrared and just takes your infrared check for inflammation mainly you know for whatever it is so that's your infrared anyhow um i hope this helps you and uh, especially doing these unique time that we are experiencing and um many of you have lost your loved ones People that you know. I personally have lost quite few people, um, including the doctors, people that are healthcare providers, and they have access to medicine, drugs, therapy, name it. And one thing that I've noticed is that most people are who can afford it, especially will buy um healing devices. You know, whether it's medical bed, light bed, um whatever it is. It's about treatment, treatment, treatment. But they fail to go and get some kind of diagnostic evaluation first. And that's what's interesting. So I think that having the um, thermal imaging done kind of will save you a lot of money, I think, in the long run because there's no point of buying the ozone machine or infrared light to treat inflammation or your aches and pain when if you just go and find out what's really wrong. You know, for example, I used to wake up aches and body pain all the time okay and I'm thinking oh my gosh what's wrong with me so every week I'm getting body work on with this physical therapy massage whatever it takes to get rid of the pain and yeah it feels great and it always comes back right okay so what's next go find other devices, okay? ton light therapy, infrared therapy, you know, you think you have muscle aches and pain, but in reality, it was a kidney imbalance, kidney imbalance. If I had known that, I would have saved a lot of money through all the physical body work and other treatments and uh, knowing that your kidney had imbalances then i just take certain supplements and voila a lot of body aches and pains are gone right so this is what i'm talking about before you start investing in treatment consider getting a di- getting diagnostic tool that's non-invasive it's cheap and it's um, easy, affordable, especially non-invasive, and there's no radiation, okay? And um, so anyway, I'm, I would like to uh, suggest and recommend you to try thermography uh, if you can. Anyway, if you have questions, okay, and I, I visited Katherine Johnson at CELT Thermal Imaging, and uh, like I say, she was really cordial. You can find her um, phone on uh, cellthermalimaging.com or her number is 619 788 6785 and uh, look her up in the Google and you can mention my name. Maybe you guys I believe she's gonna give you a discount. Just mention my name. okay. Um, Gayasha from the radio show and uh, she'll give you. Um, discounts. Uh, I'm not getting money in return for talking about this. I'm just speaking from personal experience. (laughs) I had a lot of experience as a guinea pig, shall we say, in this arena. So you know, I always want to recommend my listeners things that I have already experienced personally and uh, to share with you. This is more sharing Okay, So um, just to be sure, I'm not a professional licensed medical doctor or therapist of any kind. This is just being a patient <laughs> and having different experiences. Okay? So definitely do your research, you know, feel it out, see this is something's right for you. And um, I think that before you uh, move to a more serious type of uh, diagnostic tools, Consider something that less invasive first. Get an idea, feel it out, and make the decision. You know that might cut down a lot of exposure to radiation of any kind, whether it's ultrasound, um, radiation, nuclear medicine, X-ray, any of those. Okay, those are good too when you desperately need it. But what if there are just a better tools out there that's less invasive I think I, I would pick the least invasive okay because it's not gonna cause further harm and that's what you want okay um, anyway if you have more questions just look her up tell her I sent you and uh, she'll give you a discount so good luck with that and please tell her I say hi when you do visit her.